This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I do want to talk about the rookies because they're clearly an important part of this offense because they're on the field constantly, right? Right. And so, to my earlier question, I think I'm going to devil's advocate myself and say I, I see where LaFleur is going and how he's going to use the rookies in the future like it, I, I can tell the way he's setting this up right he has them on the field so defense as often as he is so defenses are going to have to respect them I want to see Rodgers target them more but then when I looked back at the stats he was targeting everyone pretty equally yeah so so I guess in my live my live uh, response was different than like what actually had happened, but I really like the way LaFleur is setting up the rookies to be contributors in the future because both of them have really unique skill sets. I think, you know, you think about how to stretch the field. And I mean, I immediately think of Christian Watson and so far they've had hit them on like, you know, little bubble screens and motion and jet sweeps and all these kind of like end arounds and not, nothing too deep. But knowing LaFleur, like we said earlier, he does all of this to set up for future state, right? He's thinking, I'm going to set up this play. Defenses are going to think it's going to be one look, and then I'm going to do something differently. So I can see how he's using these pieces in um, the ways he is now. So that in the future, maybe we do get another Christian Watson deep shot and these receivers can get more involved in the passing game in the future based off of looks that he's showing now where they're not. Yeah. And I mean, I think that was, again, like we'll, we'll see the development come later in the season, but when you have wide receivers that come in and acclimate to the league right away, like Jamar Chase and like Justin Jefferson, there's this skewed perception of what a rookie wide receiver is capable of in their first like couple game action. And had Christian Watson hit the deep shot in week one, you know, maybe we're having a different conversation, but yeah, I mean, if you go through the first two weeks and look at the way that targets are distributed, AJ Dillon has nine. He leads the team with nine targets. Aaron Jones has eight. And then Romeo Dobbs is actually the leading wide receiver with eight. Then you've got Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins, and Robert Tunyon, 
that have seven. So, and then Cobb is right behind them with six. So it really, you know, this ball is being spread like exactly how you'd want it to. And I think Rogers kind of alluded to that in his post-game presser where he said, there's some games that will dictate, like we have packages for Jones and Dylan. We have some packages for the rookies. We have a package for Sammy Watkins. Like they're scratching the surface of so many of these things that, like you said, they're going to get some of these wrinkles on tape and they're going to do a 180 and give them a completely different look off of that same setup. And it's going to go a long way for this offense. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I don't, I feel like I'm impatient to see it because I, the Packers offense to me right now is like 40% potential and 60% production of what it can be, right? If you're looking at the whole pie, I think they've reached like, they're at like 60 right now and they have the whole season to, to fill in that 40% that you know, or you feel like they can get to based on the guys on paper based on how you know Aaron Rodgers can play, because I don't think he even had his best game against the Bears either. He missed a couple of throws. So there's so much room for them to grow still, which is very exciting. Um, And I just, I don't know, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, and Rodgers alluded to that too. I mean, he said that there was a a play to Lazard that should have been a touchdown. He kind of chucked the one at A.J. Dillon's feet that, you know, should have resulted in a completion. And that drive, you know, ended up, I think it still went for a touchdown anyway. But, you know he knows that he's got to hit that. And there's some things too, like the, the quick out to to Romeo Dobbs that wasn't a connection and right. it ended up being an incomplete, like that'll develop. And I think it'll develop sooner than we're thinking. And when it does, this offense has the potential to be really exciting, Yeah, but they're also going to need the defense to keep playing like they have, because when any defense, regardless of who the opponent is, holds an offense to 10 points, that's a win in the national football league. You know, totally. you think, even without Devonte Adams, this is a Packers offense that can put up more than ten points and win football games. So I again, I think to to f- we'll wrap up the offense now and and move over to the defense because I can't wait to talk about them. But I think my final thought is this Packers offense had some miscues, right? They had two mm-hmm. fumbles, they had a missed touchdown, um, now two missed touchdowns with Lazard. Like they easily could have put up more points here, if not for a couple of self-inflicted moments. So the fact that we're talking about how they're not really at their potential yet, and they still put up 27 should give fans a really, really good feeling about what this offense has in store for the rest of the season. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that um, I'd be more concerned if we were seeing like drive stall or if, you know, a lot of, I guess, the same complaints that we had going into week one. And, you know, you can argue about, you know, the talent level on the defense, whatever it is, this was a good cleanup for the Packers offense. And we're going to see them start to execute because you know that Josh Myers isn't going to have a brain fart, I think is how Aaron Rodgers put it, and snap the ball on one instead of two anymore. Like, these are things that they're going to clean up. Rodgers isn't going to botch the handoff to A.J. Dillon. It's it's all very fixable. And when it is fixed, you're talking about putting up 35 points. 38 points for sure. And I going into this game, I'll own it. I said on our last show, I do not see the Packers putting up 30 in this game, even, um, even though it's the bears and they very easily could have put up 30 and more. So I'll take the loss. Yeah. We, we, (laughs) we write our wrongs on packs, what she said. So. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I just want to talk about special teams really quick. because yes. Because I think that, you know, we talked all offseason about Rich Passaccia bringing in his guys, and his guys are showing out. Mm-hmm. Dallin Levitt is a nightmare on special teams. Keyshawn Nixon has looked really good. Uh, Rudy Ford coming in has made a difference right away in the two games that he's gotten to play. So to not hold your breath every time the ball's in the air, to have a really competent punter and holder and to have Money Mason back to being Money Mason. Good job. Good job. Special teams. Good job. Special teams. Yeah. You know what? I think they deserve some credit too. And again, like they're probably just like at about average, but I also have to shout out Amari Rogers because the leap that he has made from last year to this year, it just is night and day. And right now, unfortunately his time on offense is quite limited, but he really feels like he's trying or doing his best. The, the muff was a little scary. We're going we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna to freeze over that. We're going to put a pin in that. I'm not discrediting it. We're just going to put a pin in it. Um, but it really feels like he's making the most of the opportunities that he's being given and like showing his improvement. Um, so I'm loving that from him. I hope for more out of him, not just on special teams, on offense. He did play one offensive snap. So I believe that was the kneel down, but yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Okay. I was really going, I was rooting for you, Amari there. Um, but you have to give him credit for his return abilities now. Yeah, exactly. That any any final thoughts before we dive in to the Bucks game in a couple days and have all of that content available? I think please tune in for our Bucks preview because this is gonna be a really juicy conversation. There's a lot to talk about in terms of this Buccaneers team, namely with Mike Evans being suspended all this stuff with Tom Brady, there is a lot to go over. I'm very excited about this upcoming game. I think this is going to be a really interesting test for the Packers. You know, they went down to Tampa once and it didn't go well. And we saw how that translated into the playoffs. And I think that this game could be that for them as well. Um, I love the momentum that they're riding heading into a really important NFC matchup because this team seems to you know, flow with that energy, whether it's good or bad and and take it with them. So I'm glad they came hungry. I'm glad they played the way they did in prime time against their rival. I put in quotes because come on, the bears aren't really a rival these days. And I hope that they take that with them into week three. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we'll, we'll dive into it obviously a lot more, but you just want to see continued growth in each phase you want to see the defense continue the way that they have which it's another really big test you know we talked about the bears not having weapons you know the bucks could give half of their weapons to the bears and still have a ton of weapons on the offensive side of the ball their defense is one of the best defenses that this packers offense is going to play all season their secondary is insane so yeah just a, a lot to look forward to and a lot to talk about going into next week but or yeah, well, next week's game going into later this week for our conversation. But that is all the time that we have for this show. Want to get everybody in front of the couch uh, for the doubleheader that's about to kick off. You got Bills, Titans, and Vikings, Eagles. Hopefully, the Eagles will do us all a favor tonight. But uh, <laughs> this is the Pax What She Said podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening. You can find us on Twitter at PWSS Podcast. You can find us on YouTube if you're here, Twitch if you're here, Twitter if you're here. Um, I am Maggie J. Loney on Twitter. Perry is Perry underscore Goldstein on Twitter. Thanks. 
Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.